Good morning, guys. Welcome to another weekly planner call today, answering your questions. What questions do you have for today? While you think about it, I'm going to get started with the topic for today. So remember, guys, you have the chat box right here. This is your time to ask as many questions as you can. This is your session live with agents around the country. So let's get started. I'm going to start with my first slide for today. I want to pick a topic and then we can deviate um, as much as we have to, you know, as long as you have the questions. Remember, I'm going to show you right now the number one slide in our coaching program. Uh, the one that, it's, that most people take pictures of, all right, which is the law of averages. The most powerful law that I know in business, at least that I know, all right, is the law of averages. Understanding exactly, right, how many repetitions I need to get an outcome. That is the most powerful law in business. If you understand this law, then you can advance much easier and in a much lower level of frustration. What am I talking about? Please take your phones out. All right, take a picture of the screen that I'm going to show you. Most of you have seen it before, but it's extremely important that you know exactly how to use it. All right, right here. This is the most popular slide in our seminars right here. Please take a look at it. All right, take a look at this right here. Please take a picture, show it to your broker, show it to your team leader. Show to your coworkers. Nobody will deny these numbers. So, for example, if you want to close 12 transactions, all right, it doesn't really matter if you want to close 12 transactions in the next three months, six months, a year, it's irrelevant the time, right? What's important, it's how many leads you need to close 12 transactions. You need 60. However, in order to get 60 leads, how many conversations about real estate buyer buying or selling do you need? 300. Now, now that I know this, now I can plan my day. I can plan my week, my month, or my quarter. Most real estate agents just wake up and go to the office and you know take business as they come. That's not a way to run a business. We need to know exactly how many sales conversations we need to have in order to generate X number of leads. And we, know to, and we need to know exactly how many we are going to convert. This is our plan. Now, one of the biggest geniuses in history, right? Leonardo da Vinci, he said, sophistication lies on simplicity. Sophistication lies on simplicity. After coaching over 8,500 agents, I can tell you that this is the way that I can simplify the most our real estate business. Two conversations. Those conversations, depending on the quality of the conversations, it's going to convert at about 20%. You're going to get X number of leads. And those leads are going to convert at about a 20% to final clients. That's it. Why am I saying this? Well, then the most important thing you need to do every single day is what? Is to have sales conversations. How do we get those sales conversations? Through those four mediums, right? 
email marketing, social media, online marketing, and offline marketing. That's it. If you want, we can go deeper, a little bit more deeper in how to get those sales conversations, how to have enough sales conversations. But at the end of the day, I want you to understand the law of average. Because if you do, then your level of frustration is going to go down tremendously, which is going to allow you to, for your business to flow much, much better. Now, I'll give you a, an analogy. And if you go into the listing uh, agent workshop where I bring the number one agent in Miami, Riley Smith, you can write that name down, Riley Smith. You can see him in the Miami Real Estate Show. He does about 250, 260 transactions per year, per year. Most of those transactions are listings. And he says it, right? Don't tell me open houses don't work. Go ahead and do 50 to 60 open houses in the next six months and tell me exactly if it doesn't work. Don't tell me postcards don't work. Send 20, 30,000 postcards and then come back to me and report on your numbers. All right? Very, very, very important. So why am I saying this? Well, I'm going to show you. And Mario, Mario says right here, um, how do you have quality? How do you have quality conversations? Beautiful question. As a matter of fact, we were talking on that on our daily clubhouse uh, meeting. Very good. How do you have quality conversations? Mario, we're going to deviate to that specific thing that you said, right? Because it, you know, it, it follows the, the conversation we're having today. So I'm going to answer that right now. So right here, guys, let me show you one more time. So in order to close 12 transactions, you need to speak to 60 qualified and interested buyer, buyers and sellers. That has a very specific meaning. What is that meaning? That 48 people that said they want to do business with you won't do it. Understand that. Look at this. But, but, but in order to close 12 transactions, you need to speak to 300 people about real estate. 300. That means... 288 people are going to say no. Please understand that. If you do, again, your level of frustration is going to go down. As a matter of fact, when I'm in my process of selling, whether it's coaching or growing the group, whatever it is, I'm just looking for the no's. I need to get X number of no's. I know that for every number of no's, I'm going to get a yes. So I just go for the no's. Hey, listen, Mario, I need another note. Hey, Amen. listen, I need you to come to the meeting. I need you to do this. I make sure that I count the notes because I know that every X number of notes, I'm going to get a yes. It's that simple, guys. It's that simple. Now, by the way, it doesn't happen only in real estate. It happens in every industry. Let me show you this. Please take a picture of this too so you, you are reminded of it. I saw this one. This is amazing. Red Hot Chili Peppers. 265 songs written, right? Only 13 made it to the top, uh, to the chart. Only 13, meaning 200 and what? 257, something like 266, uh, 250 something. Nothing happened to it. Beyonce, I mean, one of the top, top leading female artists in history, in history. 87 songs, 89 songs, 22 made it to the top singles. Meaning 
70, what, 77, uh, 60, what, no, 57, nothing happened to it. Drake, 133 songs, almost 100. Most people don't even know exist. You see the percentage of failure in every single industry? Hey, listen to this. You fail seven times out of 10 in baseball, not only you become a multi-millionaire, but you stay multi-millionaire until you die. Because once you retire, you're gonna get at least $750,000 a year if you hit on average in your, in your life, in your career, over 300 for at least 10 years. You become a Hall of Famer. Hall of Famers make $750,000 in retirement money until they die. Doesn't really matter how many years they, they leave. But they fail seven times out of 10. I'm gonna show you one more here, right? Right here, right here. This means that 70% of their out output is not popular. And I would say close to 80%. Most agents send a couple of postcards, a couple of emails, a couple of open houses, and they just say, this doesn't work, right? So again, it's not about the activity. It's about mastering the activity and understanding the law of averages, right? What comments do you have about this? What comments do you have about this? And if you don't, I'm gonna go into, into Mario's comment uh, uh, question, but please understand this. After coaching over 8,500 agents, I can tell you that I can summarize success in this industry to those two slices, that simple. Oh, but it's important to know the contracts. I'm not saying it's not important. What I'm saying is you need to focus on generating leads and understanding that most of those leads are gonna say yes or no to you. No, exactly, Jenny. that's it. Well, then I don't like real estate. Okay, go into something else. And as long as you're an entrepreneur, all right, you're gonna get 80% of people say no to you, whatever you do, right? Either you accept the fact that those are the numbers, become an athlete, become a performer, become a singer, artist, whatever it is, become a real estate agent, you accept that about 80% of your conversations are not going to result in a positive, lucrative outcome. It's that simple. They don't tell us that in pre-licensing school, right? So, but, but if we understand, if we accept, right? And if we embrace that eight out of 10 people are gonna say no to us. Now we understand what we're facing. And all we do is look for those eight no's because we know that the two yeses are coming. Again, this is not only in real estate. It is an entrepreneur, performer, athlete, etc. All right, now, how do we increase the chances? And if you have any questions, write them down in the chat or, or just raise your hand and I'll be more, more than glad to answer it for you. Mario has a question, right? How do you, how do you have quality conversations, right? Because the more, the more the, 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 the higher the quality of that conversation, the more I increase my rate. I might be able to increase it even to, you know, 70, 30 instead of 80, 20. Make sense? Newer, it's not the same to give a lead to a brand new agent 
that I lead to a top producer, right? The top producer is going to have a higher conversion rate, definitely, all right? But it's not much, much, much higher. It's going to be higher. So how do we increase the quality of our conversations? Please write this down. The quality of our conversations depends on the quality of your questions. The quality of our conversations depends on the quality of our questions. What questions are we asking buyers and sellers? So this morning, uh, we have highly recommend, for those of you who are not in Clubhouse, I don't know if you know Clubhouse or not, if you are not in Clubhouse and you do have, and, if, and you have an iPhone, email me only if you have an iPhone, email me with your phone number and I'll get you an invite. It's by invitation only right now because it's in beta, but it's a platform that is growing even faster than Instagram. All of you should have at least your name registered, at least your name registered, right? So in the future, if you decide to use it, at least you have your name, right? Uh, it is extremely popular right now. It's booming. From eight to nine, we have uh, a session every single day. Uh, this one is in Spanish. And from nine to 10, we, I have with Tim Harris, which is a very, also very recognized real estate coach. We have another one in English. So eight to nine is in Spanish, nine to 10 is in English, right? So, uh, and this morning we were talking in Clubhouse about pre-qualification, right? the most important part step in the sales process. Remember the sales process consists of how many steps? Sales process consists of how many steps? Five steps, pre-qualifying step number one, following up step number two, presenting step number three, handling objections step number four, step number five, closing. And we need to master each and every step of the sales process. One more time, pre-qualifying, following up, presenting, handling objections, and closing, all right? So what do I go through this process? Because Mario asked the question, extremely valid question. How do we have quality conversations? Again, I said that the quality of a conversation is determined by the quality of the questions that you ask your client. And I was mentioning this morning, yesterday, I had a, a very good lunch uh, meeting, right? Yesterday, Sunday, uh, we won an amazing, amazing entrepreneur, very, very successful entrepreneur. And to me, the most important thing in that meeting was, am I asking the right questions to keep this conversation relevant and interesting? All right. So what are the five pre-qualifying questions? Please write them down. In order to have a successful conversation with your potential seller or your buyer, let's talk about buyers now, all right? You need to ask these five very important questions. Number one, what is it that you want? Mario, and Mario is right here. He was the, the one asking the question. Number one, what do you want? Describe to me what is it that you want? Is it an apartment? Is it a house? If it is an apartment, how many rooms? Is it in a high rise? Is it in a high floor, low floor? Look into the bay, look into the ocean, look into the city. Describe to me exactly what is it that you want. Number two, guys, please write this down. Number two, right? Where do you want it? We're in the city. When you come to the city, all right? Uh, where do you like to stay? 
your friends, where do your friends live, right? If you have kids, you know, if you're sending your kids to school, what schools would you like your kids to, uh, to go to? Why, number three, why do you wanna buy in this case? Or why do you wanna sell if you're talking to a seller, right? Number four, when, when, when. So if I find you the property where you want it, with the specifications you asked for, for the reason you wanna buy, will you take action now? And the last one, what is, what's the last one? How much? How much you wanna sell for? How much you wanna buy? And they were asking me this morning in, the, in, in Clubhouse, okay, should we create empathy, right? Uh, should we become friends with clients? And I said, absolutely not. When you go to the doctor, the doctor tries to become friends with you, no, the doctor has very specific pre-qualifying questions, right? What are they? Every single time you go to the doctor, every single time they're gonna measure your pressure, heartbeat and weight. And most of the time they take your blood uh, test, right? But those three things happen all the time. Even if you go for something that is completely unrelated, pressure, heartbeat, weight. Now, I'm not saying not to become friends with your clients, but what I'm saying is that's not where the conversation should, should start. So when I said absolutely not, your, I mean, your conversation should start with those five questions, especially if it is a lead, it's not a client that you don't know very well. Now, if it after becomes a, a friendship relationship, amazing, great, even better. But we need to behave as professionals. We need to make sure that those few minutes we have with our clients are impactful. I mean, they're very meaningful to our clients, not to us, to our clients, all right? And the only way, and Mario said, how can we increase the quality of our conversations? The only way to have a quality conversation with our clients is by asking those questions and getting the proper answer. And staying in each and each, and each of those questions. What is it that you want? Describe it to me. What, where, why, when, and how much? We say in, uh, in, in coaching, this, there's, it's, a, it's a phrase in our industry, right? If you don't learn anything else about the sales process, learn one thing. Learn to pre-qualify because it's going to save you a lot of time money and Marsha is going like this, Marsha is not a new agent then, right? Because if you're a brand, brand, brand new agent, you don't understand the very, and Josefina is laughing. Josefina is not even an agent, it's a broker. So she has a lot of experience. She knows that we've all wasted a lot of time trying to be friendly with our clients or friends with our clients. Again, if that happens later, that's great. That's excellent, even better. Because the second, you know, it's, 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 more, it's much more pleasant to, to deal with friends, of course, right? And the second time, it's going to be much easier, you know, to do a transaction with that person. But at the beginning, we need to be very, very structured, right? Very specific, right? So, uh, Carlos, very good. If you are not failing, you are not trying hard enough. Exactly. Very, very, very important. All right. By the way, Martina, it's difficult for me to pronounce the name, Martina Navratilova. Remember the tennis player? 
arguably, you know, one of the top three tennis players in history. She said, you know, she would learn way more from, uh, from her losses than from her wins, right? So what are we learning from our win, from our losses, right? Uh, so Lita, what questions do you ask to bring uh, in agents under you? Okay, so that's something different, Lita. That's more for Tuesday's conversations. That's how to grow your team. We can talk about growing your team after that. Uh, tomorrow, Lita, I recommend you join our 12, uh, 12, 1 p.m. meeting and we'll talk about growing your team. All right, Maritza, good morning. I have an analysis paralysis. Ooh, Maritza, you're one of the, uh, the, uh, the analytical. Okay, that's fine. You know, there are four types of personalities, right? We have what? The driver, very direct, very to the point, result-oriented. We have the uh, analytical. You know, they want to see every single number, every single word in a contract, right? We have the amiable, right? They want to be friends with other people. Right. And we have the emotional also. Right. Which is very, you know, uh, similar to the amiable, but very, very emotional. All right. So good morning. I have analysis paralysis and I need help on how to start. Any advice will be appreciated. Yes. For all of you, for all of you. If you're getting started, let me show you this right here. By the way, I'm going to go to the uh, to the pre-qualifying guide. And I highly recommend all of you. All of you download the pre-qualifying guide right here. And then I'll show you, for those of you who are getting started, I'm going to show you this right here. Let me see. I think I have it here. Yep, I got it. Very, very good. So let me show you this, guys. So please go to our platform, training platform. You're going to go to library, to the left, library. You're going to find the pre-qualifying questions. And you're going to see it here. Got it? All of the questions, the complete guide to pre-qualifying buyers and sellers. There are 50 questions, all right, for buyers and 40 questions for sellers. You do not ask all of them in the first conversation, but you need to figure it out as you go on work with that client. I highly recommend you download that, all right? Go again one more time to our library, English, and look for the pre-qualifying questions. Very, very important. If you're getting it started, if this is your first, second meeting, remember, this is where you get started. Right here, the first step, start coaching here. You go to the modules, number one, and you're going to follow step by step. You select your language, of course, and it's English. And then you go right here. You're going to watch module number one. You are not going to jump to module number three, four, or five. This is done in order. It's like when you're going to college. You don't go to the fourth year of math. You start with from the beginning. You don't start by learning how to multiply. You start by learning how to add. So for those of you who are new, who are, feel a little bit overwhelmed, this is exactly where you start. Start coaching, go to English, target audience. You don't do anything else until you master module number one. Then you go to number two, so on, so, so on and so forth. All right, guys, it's that simple. Remember, as Leonardo da Vinci said, sophistication lies on simplicity. We don't do much with, with information, but we do a lot by mastering skills. I want you to start mastering skills. That's the only thing we get paid for by having the right skills to generate leads and then to convert those leads into clients. Right? 
Good, good question. Where do I get started? All right. Uh, thank you, Lenia. Lenia put the what, the where. She put the Maritza. You're welcome. Very simple, guys. Please remember, you're not gonna get this this course done in three, four weeks. It takes a little bit of time. Usually four to five months. Right. If you devote a little bit more, maybe you will do it in three. But remember, you're going to be proficient. Or you're going to be able to generate income in less than four months. That is extremely fast. If you pick a career, all right, it's going to take you four to five years. It's not going to happen in real estate. This is going to accelerate the process. And if you want to accelerate the process even more, what do you do? You go in order. You master each module. All right, you're welcome, Maritza. You're welcome, Lenia. What, where, when, how much? So it's, it's five, right? What do you want? Where do you want it? Uh, you're missing number three. Why, why, Lenia? Why are you let's let's say why are you selling your home? Well, because I want to move closer to the office. Okay. Why number two? All right. Remember, we we need to ask the why three times. Okay. Why do you want to move closer to your office? because I'm driving an hour and a half each way every day and I want to save time. Okay, why do you want to save time? Well, because I have a wife and two kids and that driving time gets me very tired. And when I get home, I don't have the energy to spend quality time with my wife and my two kids. Oh, that's the real why. Now I understand your true motivation. Got it? So we need to make sure that we ask the why at least three times, right? Very, very, very important. Jeff, our user, I see you right here in front. I attended two open houses in my target area this weekend. How should, I, how should we conduct ourselves in another uh, agent's open house? All right, so, so Jeff, if you can unmute yourself. Yeah, I'm here, good morning. Good morning, so tell me, tell, okay, so can you be a little bit more specific in that question? Uh, two parts. What are the what are the goals of being there and uh, when it's not our open house and two uh, what are the do's and don'ts because somebody asked me an interested buyer asked me for my business card you know mm -hmm. while we're all there networking so it's important uh, you know those leads should should belong to the listing agent right to the person doing the open house uh, it, it's it's very simple when we and this is what I tell my team right. When we act, right, in a way that we are not going to have a conflict for, for ourselves, right, that's a do's. When we act in a way that we don't, we, we wouldn't, that we wouldn't, that done to us, then that's a don't, right? It's not written anywhere. Mm -hmm. But if you're doing an open house, right, and, and an agent is talking to a buyer that, I was, that, that was brought to the open house by your efforts, how would you feel, right? So yeah, you can you can answer that question and you should right. You should answer that question for the uh, for the buyer, right? And let him know. Like, listen, I mean, you can ask also the uh, the uh, the listing agent. He's a very proficient agent. That's why he has this listing in that area, right? Because again, if we're doing the open house, we wouldn't want other agent to uh, you know to be talking to a, to a person because of our efforts, right? But if they talk and give them the information, and then refer it to us. That's fine. Got it? And I see that. It's crazy. And you're in South Florida. It is crazy. The open houses. How many people were, were in that open house? I think there was over 50. Incredible. There was champagne and strawberries and a band. Incredible. 
Incredible, incredible, right? So it's, it's what's happening in South Florida. Last night, I was in a clubhouse session like around 10 at night. And uh, there were agents all around the country. California is in lockdown. New York is in lockdown. Uh, and, uh, and, and actually, Tennessee is also in kind of a lockdown. And people are flying to South Florida to get vaccinated. Because in South Florida, for those of you who are not in Miami, it's crazy. Anybody can get vaccinated. In most of the states, you know, you got to be a certain age, right? In South Florida, and there are so many places to get vaccinated that you don't even need an appointment. You just go there and they just vaccinate you, right? This doesn't really matter. They don't even ask you. Just, just go on and get vaccinated. It's so simple here. I mean, I, you know, for those of you who are not in, in Florida, you know, I'm sorry. I mean, this is, this is just an amazing state. Uh, and, and Miami, look at this. It's, it's, in, it's 62 right now. Look at, look at, look at that beauty, right? <laughs> and uh, and, and the, the, the thing is, and, but here's the thing. People in South Florida, it's like the no COVID, COVID zone, right? People behave here like there's no COVID. And if you see the numbers around the nation, right? The, 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 the cases in, in Florida are not higher than anywhere else. As a matter of fact, they are lower than, than many other places, right? So, you know, and that, I have a friend that brought their family from South America. The parents got here on Wednesday and on Thursday, they were already vaccinated. Look at that, all right? So why am I saying this? Well, I deviated a little bit, uh, but look, open houses are crazy. You got 250 people sometimes in an open house, people outside, right? Uh, so I see Josefina says, I think Florida built immunity already. I think so, yeah, yeah. So anyway. Okay, that's six, seven, six, one, seven. What is this? Yeah. I'm gonna place you on hold for one moment. Let me, I have another let me call. Mute everybody here. So I see somebody, people talking right here. Okay, so next question right here, Jenny. Once I define my market, good. Who should I shoot to call from my database? Okay, very important. Jenny, good, good question. So as real estate agents, we have two markets, right? Number one, the market where we live, that's for listings, right? And if we're new to that market, we don't know that many people. So we need to do two things. We need to get the list of owners in that area. If you don't know how to get the list of owners in that area, email me info at monteroorganization.com and I'll send you to the, per, the, the company, all right, that can provide you with that service. That will get, get you the list of the owners with their email, phone number, and name. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, we want to make sure that we create a social media campaign designed specifically for the people in that list, a custom audience campaign, right? So Facebook only shows that to the people in your farm area. Number three, the sooner we can get an, uh, uh, a listing, right? Even if it is at a very discounted price, the better. Because that listing is not for you to make money. That listing is for you to do advertising, right? So if you can create a promotion, save $10,000 in the sale of your home, guarantee. Let's say the property is $400,000, right? And the commission is 3% 3, uh, 3 on, your, on your side, Jenny, right? So the commission would be $12,000 minus split, whatever. It's $10,000. List it even for free. Because again, it's not about the money you're making in that one specific listing. 
It's about the positioning. It's about the open houses. It's about letting people in your area know that you are active. It's about letting the neighbors know that somebody entrusted you with that listing. We gotta be entrepreneurs more than just real estate agents. How fast can you get a listing? And the fastest way to get a listing is by what? By discounting your commission. Oh, I'm not gonna discount my commission. Well, stay with zero listings or two listings then. And I'm not talking about you, you know, it's just in general. It's just agents get offended. When, when I tell them, all right, do a promotion, a credit at closing, right? When you get a, a, your first or your second listing, it's, it's to your benefit. I'm not saying you're gonna do that all the time. I'm saying if you wanna get traction, the fastest way of getting traction is by doing open houses. No other method of lead generation is faster and cheaper than open houses. And you get that open house, Jenny, and you're going to do three open houses a week at least. At least. By the way, we don't have Thomas today. All right. Uh, Thomas had a listing for two weeks. Right. And I don't think Thomas is here today. If he is, Thomas, if you can raise your hand. And I, oh, there he is. There you go. Look at that. Look at that. So, Thomas, for how long did you have that listing off the market? We can hear you. Are, you're muted. You're Sorry, muted. Just I'm in a double Zoom today. It's crazy. I'm with <laughs> you guys, and I'm with somebody else. It's totally insane. Uh, the listing, uh, the one we just sold, you mean? Yep. The one that it's, I went uh, visiting you at the yeah, open house two weeks ago. I think, I think it was like three weeks, not even a month. Three not weeks? Not even a month. Three How weeks, many open yeah. houses did you do? Uh, during the three weeks, I did like uh, five. Five in three weeks? Yeah. 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 All right. Some of you came to visit me. Some other okay. people who are here in this meeting, they uh, they came, yeah. Mm -hmm. right. How much do you set it for? 6.8 million. And what was dollars. the listing price? 6.8 million. We sold it at a full asking price. Yeah, got it. So there you go. It's, it's doing open houses all the time. And you see Thomas, top, 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 top agent, still doing open houses Saturdays and Sundays. Thank you, Tom. I know you're very busy, so go to the. No, app. no, 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 no. I'm still here with you, but I am going to mute you because I got to pay attention to <laughs> two people at the same time. That's okay. Sorry. That's okay. So understand that, right? Uh, and you've seen Thomas here, you know, every single week. And this is just, just three weeks ago or a month ago, he sold a $3.2 million property in Granada, which is on the water. So again, but again, open houses, open houses, open houses. How fast can you get a listing? So you can do an open house pretty much every day of the week. Got it, Jenny? So Jenny, you have two, two farm, uh, farming areas. Number one, the area where you live, that's specifically designed for listings. And then you have your sphere of influence, all right? So I, I want you to write down this, this name, Anthony Askoweth. Anthony Askoweth, he's a Hall of Famer with Remax. He's done uh, over a million dollars in commissions for more than 20 years in a row, all right? I've coached Anthony for many years and uh, I did an interview with him in the Miami Real Estate Show. So go to the Miami Real Estate Show and, and listen to his interview. And the reason I'm telling you this is he says something very, very interesting. And it's just, again, average. How often for, and he's in, in Miami. How often people move in Florida? How often? Anybody knows how often people move in Florida? Every five 
every and okay, Diego is Anthony, Anthony, ask Askoweth, all right. So people move on average every five to seven years, right? Fabiola, you said yes, or every five to seven years. All right, that's the average in Florida. Let's let's for the sake of, of doing some numbers, let's say people move every 10 years, which is below the average, but let's assume that just for the math, okay? So if you have 250 people in your database and every single person here without an exception have way more than 250 people in their database. I'm not saying that everybody can buy or sell. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying that at least on your phone, you have more than 250 people. And on social media, you have more than 250 contacts. So clear in the case, right? So if you have 250 people, and on average, they move every 10 years, how many people from your database are moving this year? 250 divided by 10 years, that's 25 people. From your database, there are 25 people that are moving this year. They are selling and most likely they're buying. So Jenny, first you focus on your area, but second and in parallel at the same time, you gotta develop your database. So it's two things. Number one, it's growing your database. That's important, all right? But more important than growing your database is strengthening the relationship with that database. How often are we communicating with our database? Again, is that frequency and consistency that is going to allow us to have an inflow of business, of leads all the time. If we're only going after, or if we're only creating conversations, just asking them when they're going to buy or sell, right? It's a very, it, we're not developing a relationship, right? That's what I always say here, right here in my, in, in this slide right here. All right, right here. Let me show you this, uh, guys, right here. That's what I always say. And I show you this slide, right? That says, what social conversations are you having about real estate, right? Open houses, new listings, spending, new clients, working on a deal. What do I mean by that? When you go to the, your kid's school, when you go to the soccer game, ballet, whatever, and you ask somebody, how are you? They're always gonna ask you back. You know, they're gonna tell you, yeah, I'm good. What about you, Jenny? And that's the time to say, great, man, it's just, uh, it's just amazing. I'm just, you know, at all, why? I just went to this open house on Sunday. There were 50 people right there. People outside the, outside the door just waiting to get in. Right? You're just talking about it. You're not saying you're a real estate agent that call me if you need to buy or sell. It's just incredible. Right? Next time, hey, Jenny, how are you? And I just came uh, from a closing. It was crazy, a 10-day closing cash deal. Hey, Jenny, how are you? I was talking to Thomas Hoffman. Thomas had a listing, $6.8 million. Three, not even in the MLS, by the way. That, that property that Thomas sold is not in the MLS. All right? It is an off-the-market deal. Right? Can you believe that? A property sold in less than three weeks, $6.8 million cash. 
full price. The market is crazy. So the more people talk to you, right, the more they associate you with real estate. And eventually when they're ready to buy or sell, they want to talk to you. Got it? So it's not always about selling. It's not always about what can you do for me, Mr. Buyer or seller. No, let's talk about it. I want you to see me as the expert more than a salesperson. I want you to see me more as the celebrity in real estate more than a realtor. Let's be, let's be very honest. When somebody says, the, when somebody answers to the question, what do you do or what do you, what do you do? And they say, I'm a realtor. What's the perception? Exactly. What's the perception? Like very high or very low? Not very high. Exactly, guys. Right? So I don't want to tell you that I'm a realtor. I want to engage with you. I want to give you information about what's happening in the market. I want to give you numbers. Right? I want to tell you who's moving to South Florida or to your city and why right? The tax advantages, right? The developers, the people that are moving. Why? I, I want to tell you that. So by default, they start recognizing you as, an ex, as, a, as a person that they can trust in terms of real estate. What social conversations are you having with your clients? What social conversations are you having about real estate? And again, you don't have to be salesy. You don't need to sell them on anything. Oh, I see. I'm in this party, but I I don't want to sound like I'm selling anything. No, you're just giving them your opinion. Does that make sense? So we want to develop both your farm area, sellers in your area, and number two, your sphere of influence. Both are extremely cheap, extremely cheap. But my job is to position myself as the expert of choice. And again, I need 300 sales conversations, write that down, 300 sales conversations to get about 60 leads. Meaning 240 are not going to be interested, at least right now. Eventually they will. And out of those 60, 48 are not gonna take action with you. That's okay, that's business, all right? So let's continue right here. Uh, yeah, okay, so let's go right here every day. All right, Anthony Ascoet, thank you very much. So, for those of you who are asking, Diego and Mariana, the name of the agent, uh, Car uh Carlos, thank you. Uh, put the name Anthony Ascoet right here. All right, uh, okay, he got it. Uh, Elvera, all right, so he says, she says, How do you get the multi million dollar listings? All right, very, very important. Instead of focusing on multi-million dollar listings, I want you to focus on your area and becoming the celebrity in your area. What we are selling is not real estate. What we are selling is confidence. And in order to talk to those multi-million dollar you know, uh, property owners, all right, we need to have that confidence. And the easiest and fastest way to develop that confidence is to talk to people similar to us. So if I live in a $2 million property, $3 million property, it's going to be a little bit difficult for me to get a listing of $10 million, right? So what I want you to do, which by the way, you have way less competition, is to develop yourself in the area where you live. 
And it's much easier because you know exactly what's happening. I live in an area in, in, in South Florida called Coral Gables, right? Now, and I always say, if I decide to become a listing agent in Coral Gables and you want to compete with me, you better live in Coral Gables. Why? Where do you think my kids go to school? Coral Gables. Where do you think I exercise around the golf course in Coral Gables? Where do you think I go out in the boat by the Gables waterways? Where do I play tennis? In the Gables. Got it? So it's much easier for me to dominate, to position myself as an expert in the Gables because I know what's happening by default. Where do you think my office is? In the Gables, right? So again, focus on the area where you live. Eventually, you will move to a higher price area two, three times. And eventually, when you have enough confidence, then you go for the properties that are way above the area where you live. All right. So very important point. All right. So uh, Edna, I know very few people where I live. What is the profile of the 250? Very good. So Edna, the 250, it's usually for your buyers. All right. That's your sphere of influence. Again, I'm saying in your area, you need to get the list of owners in your area. How do you do that? Email me info at monteororganization.com. And I will put you in contact with the company that will provide you with the names, phone numbers, and emails of the owners in your area. As a matter of fact, most agents, when they're leaving to a new area, they know very few people. So it's very common while you're going through Edna. All right. But it's also a very easy problem to solve. All right. Getting, getting the information of the owners. What takes a little bit longer is to positioning yourself as the expert of choice for those owners. And that requires frequency and consistency. Got it? So that's not going to be difficult. All right. So email me at infomonterorganization.com and, and Carlos will put you in contact with the company. All right. Good point. Good point. All right. So it now also says 300 conversations per month. As I said at the beginning, it doesn't really matter. It might be 300 conversations in a day. What we know. All right, because over 50 years of statistics we have is that if you have 300 sales conversations, you're going to get 60 leads. And out of those 60 leads, you're going to convert 12 into buyers or sellers. So again, as you can see, it's not about the time. It says how many in a month? You said, doesn't really matter, right? If I want to close in a quarter, 12 transactions, I better speak to 300 people. If it is for the year, then 300 per, uh, for the year. I hope that makes sense. Does that make sense, guys? Yes or no? Yeah? Right. Perfect. Again, it's not about the time. Okay? It's about the activity. Right? Monique, there was a video where you mentioned last week to watch of an agent in Tampa. What is the name of that agent? The name of the agent in Tampa, it's called um, Andrew Duncan. And Duncan, over 800 transactions per year. 800 transactions per year. Can you imagine that? Very, very interesting conversation. All right. Elvera, thank you. Makes sense. Great. Excellent. Fabiola, yes. Perfect. All right, guys. Uh, right here. Perfect. So I just want to simplify. I had other questions here. If you have any other questions, you know, write to me in the chat and I'll answer them for you. 
I want to close a little bit earlier today, unless you have more questions. I want to go back to what I said at the beginning. The law of averages, at least that I know is the most powerful law in business. And if you understand it, accept it and apply it, you're going to be extremely, extremely successful. Understand that to get and write this number, because that's the number, that's the number for our industry. If you want to close 12 transactions, you need 60 leads. In order to get 60 leads, you need to have 300 sales conversations. A month, a week, a quarter, it doesn't really matter. All right? So once you accept that, now you know exactly what to focus on, on getting those sales conversations in for your business. Do not overcomplicate it. You don't need sophisticated CRMs or email marketing systems or content. Very basic, all right? Last night I was talking at this clubhouse. And again, if you need access to clubhouse and you have an iPhone, write to me, info at Montero Organization with your name. I'm sorry, with your, yeah, with your name and phone number and I will get you an invite. What I was, I was saying yesterday is that Technology doesn't make an agent better. One more time, technology doesn't make an agent better. It makes an agent that is already good at it more efficient. That's it. Because at the end of the day, we have to pre-qualify. We have to follow up. We have to do the presentation. We have to handle objections and we have to close the deal. So technology will make you more efficient by identifying who is more advanced in the sales process. So you can manually, five things, pre-qualify, follow up, present, handle objections, so you can finally close. The more simple you keep your activities, your day, your calendar, meaning focus on speaking to people, the more successful you are going to be, all right? Elena, thank you very much. She says, I also have a few clubhouses invites. If anyone's interested, send me a text, all right, to this number, all right? So you can, uh, you can email Elena, uh, text Elena, or you can email me whatever you want, and we will get you in. Again, and again, it's not something especially that we have or anything like that. It's just by invitation only right now. It's in beta, but it's growing very, very, very fast. Fabiola says, what are the five pre-qualifying questions? Again, number one, what do you want? Where do you want it? Why do you want it? When do you want it? And finally, how much? Right, and uh, know the, the action steps, exactly. So I have uh, another question. What are your best recommendations for buyers and agents for buyers in, a, in this seller's uh, market? My recommendation for buyers is to make sure first, if they're not cash buyers, that they have a pre-qualifying uh, uh, approval, a pre-qualifying letter, all right? Uh, letting them know how hot the market is, showing them the days on the market properties are lasting in the MLS, all right? 
and making sure that they are ready, that they understand what, where, why, when, and how much very, very, very well. Because if they like something, they need to put an offer immediately. So you need to be very clear with them, all right? So Josefina, if we find what you want, where you want it, for the price you want today, are you ready to put an offer on it? Because if we find what you're looking for, we need to put an offer on it because the market is, uh, uh, the market, it's moving very, very, very fast. Got it, guys? We need to have that very straight conversation with our clients. Last thing I want to say about pre-qualifying before I let you go, that the reason most agents don't pre-qualify is because they're afraid of the answer, right? They're afraid of the client saying, I have too little money or I will make a decision three, six months from now. All right, that's okay. I'd rather you lose that lead on the pre-qualifying stage on the phone and Brian is going like this and he knows that, right, Brian? Then losing that client six months from now when you discover that client is not motivated yet or, for example, doesn't have enough money. Got it? All right? So you need to act as a true, true professional pre-qualifying every single client. All right? Uh, so I think I, I answered those questions. Okay, thank you very much. All right, guys. Uh, I'll leave the questions because I'm not going to have a time to answer those questions uh, that I answered on the forum. Remember, guys, we have the forum every single day. If you have any questions, you go to the forum, you write your question, we will get you the answer within 24 hours. Diego, thank you very much. Thank you for, for that comment, guys. Remember also on Thursdays, for those of you, and we have people that speak Spanish here on Thursday. We have the meeting also, same meeting, but in Spanish. And remember, all right, from eight to nine, every single day in Clubhouse, we are talking about techniques. Last week, we were talking about the techniques on how to handle objections. Today, we talk about pre-qualifying. Tomorrow, we're going to be talking about, uh, about following up, right? I'm from 10 to nine, right? It's full in English. It's with me, with Tim Harris. Tim and Julie Harris, many of you might know them, right? Sean Kakoska, right? Another great, great coach, Eric Orland. So it's all of us answering questions, all right, uh, for you guys in Clubhouse. So the feedback is there, all right? All you have to do is engage like you're engaging right now. So it's been a pleasure to serve you today. I hope to see you in the forum and during the week with you. Big hug and kisses to everybody. Love you guys. See you in the platform during the week. Take care, guys. Bye-bye.